Davies in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is atypical for the Amina Margot. Bar quickly gets it back again. Oh, but what a goal! Well, that sums up for her season. We are back. Welcome to back, back to Vic Acres Wonderland. It's been a minute. We're through for the 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 uh, semi-finals of the Conti Cup. Beat LCL. Rusha Little John was a no-show, but hey, let's crack into the Arsenal news. But first things first. Matt's joined me tonight. How are you, Matt? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm ready for tomorrow. Full, full stadium. Yeah. Bit of bit of singing, couple of That'll new songs. Da, 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 da. SB is rolling down. But we'll I'll it? let everybody if, if you know the men's song, you should know the rest of that song. Um but first let's jump into a bit of news. Happy belated birthday to Stina Black Stanius, Alessia Russo, and Marianne Spacey. And we did miss them. We we are very apologetic for that. Um it's just so much going on in the last pod so much to talk about and I'm back so also very happy birthday to Kyra Cooney Cross the midfield maestro for yesterday um so PFA player of the month is she's red she's white she loves a Vegemite Caitlin Ford Matt is it well deserved uh you're you're asking me to go on stats and things she didn't have great outstanding but she was scoring in the right at the right times in the right places um so yeah, it's a very much 50-50. She's very hot and cold at the minute. One game she'll be fantastic. The next she'll be a very much in the dark. Similar to um, the game against Man City in the FA Cup last week. She just went missing. Nobody saw it. That was it. It was just nothing was working. But then you go to like say the Liverpool game where she'll do. A, all five, five, ten minutes. She's not really seeing much of the ball. Next minute, the ball's in the back of the net, and she scored. It's, it's, it's a bit of an odd one, but I'm not surprised. But I think the surprising thing is the fact that she won it over other people. You've got Bunny Shaw who scored a hat trick, and Laura James has also scored a hat trick. Um, so it was a bit of a surprise, but no, fair enough. She's won it, and it's another medal to uh, the yeah, Arsenal team for the season. Oh, absolutely. Um, Frida Leonardson Mornham has reached 100 appearances for the Arsenal. Best Frida moment. I'm going to go first here. It's got to be that Bayern Munich goal at the Emirates Stadium last season in the, in the uh, Champions League. That is just a chef's kiss goal. Matt, have you got another one or is it the same? You know what? There have been moments last season when you do look at Frida and went, She's she was gaining a lot of mo- um, moments where you could say right okay if that's how you're playing now imagine what you're going to be in like in three years time if you're still playing at the club. Um, she, I, I I looking back, I'd probably say the game against Everton where she scored that thunderbolt, and <laughs> oddly enough, oh yes, <laughs> Katie went and scored another one, <laughs> and then she was like again really, but 
<laughs> yeah, that, that game was just Thunder Goal Central. That was, bit, that was a bit of one, I can do this better. Sort yeah. of thing for me. But that's still an absolute Thunderbolt. Absolutely. Um, next, latest news, we'll host Aston Villa at Meadow Park at 7.15 on Wednesday the 6th of March. Tickets are now on sale. Um, I forgot to get my tickets and I've literally got them just before we started the pod, hence why we're a little bit late tonight. Um, so come get your tickets. It's a Wednesday night kickoff, 7.15. If not, we're on the baby. We should be on the BBC. Um, all eyes are on tomorrow. We've sold up the Emirates. Uh, we've smashed our record of 60,063 tickets. Um, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Um, there's a lot of good friends of ours coming along, friends of the pod. If you're going, make sure you find your voices, sing the songs, and let's get behind them. Alessia Russo is playing on the right side of North London, well, the right side of the derby this time round. So, <laughs> and she scored in every Man United Arsenal derby. Mm. So, is it time for her to get us a goal tomorrow? We'll find out. If all, depending when you're listening to this podcast, it might be today. <laughs> but, um, just, just a little pre-warning for everybody at the Man, at the Man United game. Get there nice and early. Um, Jonas Eidevalt is having his presentation um, for 100 games um, with Arsenal. And at full time, um, we will have the Kimmy, Kimmy Little 300 games presentation as well as Super Gem Beat his goodbye presentation by the supporters club. So looking forward to that tomorrow. So make sure you stick around and we'll make sure we give Jen... PC the like the send off she deserves because she's practically part of the furniture map. I thought you were going to say royalty for a second then, but <laughs> yeah, say that. It, yeah, um, I I think we've mentioned this so many times either on the podcast that Jen's been so important because she's been there for so long. She knows the club. She, he's been helping both on the pitch, off it, and behind the scenes as well which is a bit of a bizarre trio, but now it's becoming more of a common thing, which is great to see. And it feels like whatever happens next, Jen's always going to have an option of coming back. Um, she, I think this was, this one's going to be a great one because it's going to be one where we want to make up for what happened last season. And uh, oddly enough, I, Adam's stat on this one, I'm sorry, I don't know if the thing went, but the Adam's stat on this one is that Beth Mead has always had some sort of issue in this fixture. She got sent off two years ago, last season, the dreaded three-letter words. So this time, hopefully, it might be um, something a little bit more positive. Positive, positive outcome <laughs> on this one. I really, really do. If but I remember we... that incident, just I think it was something really silly. Like she, she did, she got a second yellow or something like that that's what she why she was sent off yeah, i think end. it was two yellows if yeah I remember rightly, but it's, it's something very really bizarre it's, it, unless, unless it's one of those stand-up moments it's out of my head it's a bit like um i've on social media this evening i've seen a video of bunny shaw going down like a sack of carrots um after lotta and her have jumped for the ball um yes pun intended everybody and Basically, a city fan is saying, "Oh, it should be a red. They need to be investigate. The FA need to be investigating this." But the rules clearly say say um, that a retrospective red car can't be investigated unless it's off the off the ball incident, and it wasn't. So, I'm still trying to work out whether violent conduct is in that is in that map. I don't know about you, but 
that incident was that violent contact conduct for you at all no and the reason is is she's not aware of what's happening or if the corners come in loss has gone to hit, clear it and bunny short's just standing there so she's not aware of what's happening and loss is just just yeah and there's no little... player in this game that will not jump up and use their arms to no. get themselves to more height it was just the you her arm was coming with her and whether or not she liked it or not her elbow was going to hit her face so yeah. it's a, it's a bit on bunny short but more the fact that well if Lotta has it to her side she doesn't get that height and she can't clear the ball you, you can't be asking defenders to jump in the air like fishes you're always going to have some sort of hand in the air or something like that and that can that always causes things like handballs and, and penalties and things like that so yeah it's, me it's a minimum of a yellow nowhere near a red minimum yeah. of a yellow so we kind of got away with it but they won the game at the end of the day, so it yeah. doesn't really make a difference to me. And we're out <laughs> the cup. So um we had a lovely little game on Valentine's Day. Roses are red, violets are blue. We're in the semi-final, but you're not. <laughs> so on the city lionesses. That didn't work. Um Adam's usually better at this kind of stuff than I am. Um, but we saw several several changes um that lined up against Man City at the weekend. Loss of Robin Moy, Kate McCabe, Kate Ford, and Victoria Pullover returning to the starting lineup. Um, and we also saw our captain Kimmy Little have her first start since December. Um, just a quick reminder of a starting up starting elevens for both teams. Um, we had in goal Manu Zinsberger, Katie McCabe, could Leah Kadina, Lotta uh, Lot of Moy, Steph Catley, Leah Volti, um, Victoria Pullova, um, Kimmy Little. Uh, Chloe Lacasse, Caitlin Ford and Stina Blackstenius start. On the bench, we had Sabrina D'Angelo, Buhardi. I've forgotten Buhardi's first name. Sarah. Sarah Buhardi. I'm so sorry. I will get my head around that. I had to think about that one as well for a sec. (laughs) Uh, Leah Leah Williamson was on the bench with um, uh, Vivian Leah, Frida Leonard-Simornum, Kyra Cooney-Cross, Beth Mead and Alessia Russo and oh who is that Earl Earl Maddie Earl yes Maddie Earl as well filling up the bench um London City Lionesses had Maloney in goal Fitzgerald Culver McCundy uh, um Boy Lorca yeah Groves Joel Schofield Douglas Carter and eventually had Cole Satchel Wild. Dolby, Bailey, Cohen, Jarrett, Uttridge, and Farrelly. Um, thoughts on both lineups? Um, I was very surprised to hear the commentators for the first time that Rusha Littlejohn was taken up out of the lineups completely. Um, uh, so that was the only surprise for me. Anything there for you, Matt? Uh, for London City Lionesses, yeah, I would expect them to have gone with their strongest lineup for whatever reason. They chose not to even acknowledge Rusha uh, Little John. Bit of an odd one, to be honest. Maybe she asked to not take part in this match. Maybe. Yeah, she was at the game, though. Um, yeah. There was lots of footage floating around from the uh, Tiki Tockers, as I call them. So she was definitely there. Yeah, it was a bit bizarre. I think for me, though, the work, I was expecting Sabrina to start. This would have been her last game to play before she goes off to, uh, sorry, no, 
it's not it's the Manchester United game that'll be our last. So unless the plan would be that Sabrina starts in yeah, goal. Wild card in goal. Um for the United game tomorrow, mm-hmm. then I don't really I'm, I'm not too sure, but we'll wait and see. But then again, that's a bit of a redemption arc right there for Sabrina if she does start tomorrow in goal, uh, especially how it went at Lay Sports Village. But I, th- I think nothing really changed. It surprised me the fact that we were going to go so strong to begin with. Uh, I think it was just th- just the goalkeeper was the big surprise for me. No, I could agree on that one because I would have thought Manu would have been in goal tomorrow or today, uh, depending when you're listening. Um, and then she would have had a night off midweek, but it wasn't meant to be. So... First foot or 40 minutes, Matt, what did you think before we sort of broke through with Chloe Lacasse? So this was the problem is I've only been able to watch the highlights. I was actually at training when the game's been happening. So when ah, I forgot about that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, so it's just one of those things where you have to watch things when you can. So the high, on the highlights, you don't you see a lot of like the first highlight will be Peyton Ford has is having yeah. having the shot and she hits it straight at the goalkeeper instead of going for the chip and things like that. It goes yeah. goes back to when what I said about her. And if, if she a very fifty fifty player on a day, she's she's gonna take her moments and she'll score or she'll be in the right on all the right places at the right times. And it just didn't feel like it was gonna be her day from just from that one shot. Whereas when you saw Chloe score that first goal. It was well taken and it was a really good team worked goal. It wasn't just there was one clock going like when Chloe scored against Man United, she just took the ball and basically went, right, OK, there's no no one's going to help me out here. I'm going to have an effort and I pray for the pray that it goes in. And it does. It it was she, she calculated everything was calculated and it, and it just went really well. That was a really good teamwork goal. And it's something we haven't seen of as recently. A lot of the team team has been will play it into that 60 yard box and hope someone's there to tap it in at the moment or it's been um unless you're with a shooting from outside the box which i honestly i'd like to see a little bit more of from the team if if everyone's having that low block to have an opportunity to shoot outside the box no totally agreed um thing is the breakthrough breakthrough was inevitable like mccabe delivered the corner into stina um, she, who rose well to head the ball towards the goal and then Chloe Lacrosse is in the right place at the right time with a close range header I mean we don't get close range headers anymore we like to recycle we like to cross the ball in but it's it's for me I found it really refreshing from Chloe and that's what I wanted yeah. um, so we double we did, did double our advantage quite quickly uh, Stina again was in the thick of it um, she put she put down my through on goal, and the referee did not he- hesitate on pointing to the spot. Grace Maloney, she absolutely lost her shit. Excuse yeah. my language, everybody. Um, but as a goalkeeper, should she be reacting like that, goalkeepers' union? She was. I think she was more. She wasn't upset with the penalty decisions. I think she was more upset by the fact that Emma Mitchell, who's now Emma McCundy. Uh, she was in the wrong. I think it. She was played a short ball, and that's how how we won the ball back. Unfortunately, on the highlights and replays, you don't get to see that whole thing. But 
just from the highlights, the fact that Steen is through on goal and goalkeeper's got, uh, uh, well, she's got, got two options. She stays on the line and wait for that ball to come to her, or she goes out, rushes, trying to meet meet her, so the, to make it her um, her options a little bit more uh, simple, and uh, not, not simple, more complicated. And the fact that she's rushed out and she's been a bit rash, it happens. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wasn't surprised it wasn't a it was a penalty. I wasn't surprised it was a yellow card either. It wasn't going to be a red because there was a couple of players rushing back, so there would so it wouldn't have been the last player back for that red card. But um, I, I don't I, I don't think there's a, anything bad there. She's just I think the, the one issue I'd have is that she, because she's dived so early, she's going to take the legs. She's not going to take the the, pl- the ball and pinch it away from Steena. But this is now actually, it does remind me of the time that Steena scored uh, the goal against Wolfsburg, where the, where Froms and can't remember who the, the centre back was. It might have been Janssen in the at the Emirates last season. And both of them come to the ball. There's no communication. So Steena just goes, right, I'll nick that. And then goes and scores an empty net. I think it was her, actually. Come to think of it, I can see them in my head for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but if we're wrong, we apologise. Um, so yeah, no. Second half wrapped up. First half wrapped up. I should say. Maybe we've got the second half. What we're talking about? Um, really, the first half it was great. Um, we had our chances, and it just it was like we're banging, banging, and banging on the doors. We usually do in the first half with no end product, and then Chloe Lucas and. Kimmy Little get us to well, well we're two nil up at half time. Me, I'm happy, I'm comfortable. I mean, I think what I really enjoyed here in this first half was the individual battles. Um, when you've got players like Dan Carter, she knows the, some of the old guard of the Arsenal very well. I think the one of the most exciting duels through through that game for me was Leah Volte and Dan Carter. She didn't give Leah space to breathe. And it was it was just really enjoyable to see her outsmart Dan Carter, although she knows her very well as a player. Um, but second half came, uh, and Chloe Lucas doubles our tally. Uh, just before the hour mark, with a resounding strike from just inside the area. Um, just after the after this, I I uh, celebrating Lucas's goal over social media because I'm watching it at home because I was I wasn't 100. percent I thought I'm going to stay at home tonight, and I'm rather regretting staying at home, big time. Um, Nancy Gillum, she's uh, put a tweet out, and I just want to get your opinion on this because I think she's hit the nail on the head. Um, I completely agree with her. Um, Chloe Lacasse is definitely making the most of getting some game time for Arsenal. It may be against a Championship side, but still pretty significant, given Arsenal's struggle to score at the moment. I mean, I couldn't sum up our, our current goal situation any better. Do you think through this this brace from Chloe, she's had to start for tomorrow, surely? I hope Before so. Before she goes to the goal cup. Oh. <laughs> I hope so. And there's, again, it kind of makes you question why certain players are playing when some some of them aren't. Uh, for me, I, I, I think it's time to consider that nothing has to always go through Caitlin Ford. She might be vital in your attack, but it it's very similar to when Beth was like the best player of the bunch. Not that's not a um, uh, 
just after the Euros. She was scoring all the goals. Yeah, she, her um, red hot form that she had before. Those three dreaded letters. Is that yeah? Yeah. Is that what and uh, yeah, just you can't keep doing that and then expecting the same results. It's not the not the insanity. It's just this uh, by whatever you want to say, law laws or probability or whatever. There's probability that you're not always going to be on your best form. And if you keep on playing and overplaying players, there's a chance of risk of injuries and things like that. So I th- just and the way Caitlin is at the moment, I think just putting her on the bench gives her, a, her the opportunity to go. Right. OK, now that I know that, I know that there's I know I've got to double down work twice as hard now because I don't have that safety net of always starting. It's, you always want to be having a compete inside. It's it's like having Leah back, and when Laura comes back, Laura's got to make sure that she's fighting with Emily and Katie. Uh, you, and it goes the same pretty much across the pitch. Everyone's fighting for the positions to you be want, in that starting eleven. You yeah. don't want the, you, the same eleven say that the opposition will will see it'll be a Katie Zellman L2 in midfield along yeah, with it the will be, be a consistent team like Mark Skiller puts out for example yeah, yeah. And it, your players you might have actually just... still take them off it doesn't make sense yeah um but if like <sighs> thing is I want them to be competing for these spots I don't I sometimes feel Caitlin Ford is too comfortable yeah, yeah. she knows she's going to start on that left hand side with Steph Catley Steph or Katie behind her um so it's I just kind of, how do I put this? I just kind of wish someone would kind of knock her off the pedal stool and just make her realise this is not my spot every week. I'm not guaranteed. I think but that again, was the plan with, with Lena, but because of the injury, yeah, that's not really happening. Not, but it's not really, because of yeah. Chloe's versatility to play up front, right and left, that actually helps Jonas go, right, OK, I've got options. Yeah, and then it, it, do you know what I'd love to see? That Lauren Hemp... Beth Mead relationship we have at England for them to be able to switch throughout the game it just confuses everybody and I yeah. just that's what I want I think that's the one thing I feel like we need to work on sort yeah. of thing because Caitlin can't really play on the right she's better on the left and yeah. I, 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 just, I don't want to keep her on the left and just, yeah that's where she should be for when me. she does get on the ball on the right you, you'll see her pass in field to the centre and then run off and but she doesn't really get that ball back or anything. She feels it, it very much looks like she's uncomfortable in that right hand side compared to the left. I don't know if that's because she's got Steph on the left and she's unfamiliar with whether it's Emily or if it'll be Laura on the right or it's Katie. Um, it's just one of those where it's a bit complicated, but she needs to make sure that she's working hard and able to do it. But I, I think that's one of the other issues is with Australia she's always playing on the left and she's always playing with the left, on the left with Steph as well she's not playing on the right she's always on the left or she's up front yeah and no, I think she's she's more comfortable on the left and that's I feel like it's her safe side if that makes sense yeah um but I think at some point she's gonna have to come out of that safe zone comfort zone and kind of not go invisible if she's put out on the opposite side um but again Get people people's games can change. I mean, look at Frida last season. She stepped up. So I'm hoping to see a lot more from Caitlin Ford at the moment. Um, so uh 70 minutes, uh Stina Blackstone has made way for Alessia Russo. 
Um, and our number 10, number 23, made an immediate impact. First touch of the ball, a head straight into the back of the net. I mean, this is what we want from Lessie, isn't it? It was before, before the Man United game. I mean, how, how brilliant was that? for a first touch you can't get much better first touches uh, especially if you're a striker first things you can do to make a difference is making sure that one of the first touches you have is if you're coming on is to score and oddly enough you've got the right phrase that I've written down nice to see Alessia score Alessia score once but once again and it's a header again so that's two in, two goals now in three games that she scored with the header. Hat-trick time. <laughs> well, Hat-trick time, it's coming, it's coming. With, with Adam, with the amount of times Adam has gone, well, she she needs to start scoring with her heads or or the fact that she's everything's come from her feet. Yeah. You just feel like she's going to score a header surely against Man United, just sort of instant karma for last season or something. It's, it's how it feels like. Oof. I'm not even gonna. T- I don't want to touch that. No, I'm, touch- I'm touching wood in- right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna pipe me in my backside. No, my luck. Because um, my prediction was five now, and we won four. So I was one off, one off for this game. And I was just slightly little bit annoyed. I was sitting there, like, come on, give me a right score again, guys. Um, so we're now four, uh, four nil up, all nice and calm, cushy. Jonas brings on Vivian Leah. Uh, she's for a seventeen. Uh, she's seventeen, and she's got her first senior debut. Um, academy product. Um, for she had about eight minutes plus extra time. From she sh- did she shine down that left flank, or is it just me? Her footwork is just sublime. Well, by the time I did manage to watch the rest of that game, it was. I believe it was like 84 minutes, so I managed to watch that plus the extra time. So she did play, from what I saw, she was playing really well and that she was getting really involved. The fact that you're seeing her do in an interview afterwards uh, with them, just to very similar to what Michelle did on her debut against Leicester, it, it, it helps quite a lot to sort of build that, like, this is what you're going to see week in, week out. And I wouldn't... Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that she'll probably go on loan some, uh, next season in the Championship or she might go lower down like Freya Godfrey did and then build her way up so that maybe in two years she's in the Championship. But I th- I think we've got this odd thing where we've got a fantastic academy once again, but we're going to struggle with how, how are we going to implement them. And it might be a case of they might get an FA Cup game now and then, or it might be a case of that they have to go out on dual loans and things like that, like Michelle has, like Freya has, like uh, Leah Harbert has, and Katie Reid, all the Freya, all, all of them, and Araya Dennis now as well, who's had a really good season with Palace. They, they, if they carry on going, I think there's no, no chance that they can be ignored. And then it's a case of how would you put them into that 25-player squad? No, absolutely. And like, we need X amount of homegrown talent as well, which is always something we need to consider. For me, though, during during that time, I just I thought for her age, she's got excellent vision. Just in positional play, the way she played the ball, and it's just 
it's really refreshing to see that someone's got that ta- amount of talent at that age. I think I said something similar about Michelle Adjaman, to be fair. <laughs> but it's always really excited when you get an academy prospect. But I'm also that person that doesn't want to pile a half ton of pressure on them. Yeah, I want to see how they grow. So I'm excited that she's got her first debut, got her minutes. Uh, she's already got her song as well. And that's floating around uh, uh, social media. Um, if you don't know the song, it's that's the way I, I like it. But it's Vivian, Vivian... Uh, Vivian, Leah, Leah, I like it. Uh huh, uh huh. But I've, I, it's something like that. But I might be wrong. You might have to go and ch- check on the Tiki Tokers because they know what they're doing. Um. So, and I think she was really quite emotionally touched. She's already got a song, and it's only she's only had her first eight plus minutes for the senior team in the Conti Cup quarterfinal. Yeah, yeah. It's a semi-final <laughs> next. I had to think about that then. Do you know what's thrown me, Matt, actually? Um, the commentator, <laughs> they were, I think, in the interview after, I went, what's it like to get three points? <laughs> I mean, what? I thought I got confused. I think it was the commentator or it was in an interview somewhere, and I was like, what is this? Is it amateur hour? Where's Freddie Cardi or where's Tim Stillman? Who is this person? It was the Arsenal admin, so I don't I don't know if they've forgotten that the league stage of the Conti Cup has finished and that, that yeah. this is a knockout tie. But it also made Kari say three points, and you're just thinking, how, how have you exactly. forgotten that it's not three points in the knockout? How can you get three points? I mean, if we could have those three points and put it on the league, I mean, I think people would be happy about that. But we, fortunately, you can't. But it does. It, it is one of those things that there are slip ups, but it's. I think that will be on the blooper reel for the season when it gets released. Yeah, no, I think I. I think I bookmarked that. I'm gonna record it and put it some bloopers together. <laughs> I just, it's just something you just like. What? It's not as bad as hope. Is it hope last season? I'm not pronouncing Vin Voiter's name before she got her ACL. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's not one of those. And I think she was sitting next to Vicky Sparks or mm. um, P. Is it is P. Mullerstein? Yeah, yeah. I always and I, I know her first name. I always forget her last name. I'm actually terrible, and she is my absolute favourite for commentary. So that's actually terrible. All right, let's get into tomorrow. Sold out stadium. Getting back together minus Adam. So we're two thirds of the way there. We're, well, we should be sitting together. If there's a spare seat, Matt, you can come sit with us again. Um, but I doubt it because it is sold out. Um, but how are you feeling about tomorrow? Well, just to paint a picture, last season was a really bad one because by the time that we'd lost the game and by that time the traffic was really bad, all the trains had decided that were going to be delayed. So by the time I got back, it was gone midnight. So uh, I don't have ha- happy travelling plans for these ones, but um, fingers crossed, like travel. Obviously, there's going to be a few travelling problems for a few people. Uh, some people are saying that there's a war- weather warning in place. But aside from that, the actual game itself is something that I look forward to. These other games you look at and go, this this is going to be a proper game this is going to be a proper test for where we're going to be because if we lose this uh, there's no guarantee of Champions League uh, however we beat them not there's... the way the Chelsea game's currently sitting no 
Yeah. Should the um, we should just say that it it's just it kicked off in the first half, a uh, second half even of the Man City Chelsea game, and Man City are winning at the moment. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where you think if if you lose to Man United, you're now opening the door to Man United potentially getting that third Champions League spot. Um, so for a lot of fans, I think they they want to make sure that we win so that we can stay in the Champions League fights and not let Man United have that window of opportunity. I wouldn't say it's a door because there is a, still a bit of a points gap between us and them at the moment. But it's, it's going to be... Com- up, at our heels, really. Yeah, it's going to be competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. With Nikita Paris on a bit of a run at the moment, Marriott's doing very well as well. And... Uh, <laughs> Hannah Blundell as well, also doing quite well well defensively. They, it's going to be a tough game, yeah. but I'm I, I'm hoping that we'll set things right because how last how the game ended compared to uh, to um, other times when we played them, we've got, like like at Meadow Park. Were you there for the Meadow game against at Meadow Park? I think so. Where we oh. drew one all, Steena scored that last minute goal i don't remember it might have been might have been because it was a draw it's out of my head yeah it was i just um, want to forget about it it, it's just we haven't had the best of luck and we that kind of needs to change at the moment so if we can if we can get those three points it's vital it'd be very much up there with when uh lotta uh, scored that second goal against manchester united for us to steal champions league in john montemuro's last season with us, I'm just hoping that we can just continue going forward and winning these sorry, games. Winning these... Sorry about the face, Matt. Kira Keaton just got very lucky. She got there just before Erin Cuthbert. Um, so, looking at that that lineup tomorrow, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. We normally go out from the back and work our way forward. We're going to start with the front line. Who's leading the line, Matt, tomorrow? Who do you think? It's funny you you're always expecting you're not getting Steena up of top up top anymore, which is a bit of an odd one. But mm-hmm. I think Alessia Russo starts this one. She has to. It's as as Adam has said, she's scored in every Man United Arsenal fixture, but this time it's our turn. I hope. <laughs> I'm hoping, but I'm just at the point where I'm hoping the. Um, Man United defense doesn't double down, mm. if that makes sense. So, we'll just I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Casey Zellan might be marking her all game, but I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if uh, there'll be two. Hopefully, what happens is Vib's going to be playing in the attack midfielder role, so that will occupy their midfield a lot more. And hopefully yeah. draw in the wingers as uh, the the wingers the wide backs uh, wide backs thinking of um, rugby there uh, the <laughs> I was going to say what <laughs> don't know why I was thinking of rugby um, yeah the full but I'd imagine she's going to draw the the full backs in as well so hopefully we're going to get to see the Beth Mead ball which is her she gets a, a long ball through the through the gap of defence she Beth Mead's through on goal she takes a touch a second one is to set it up and goes into the back of the roof of the net like she did in the North London derby like she did so against Chelsea it's the balls that she thrives on hopefully 
that's the kind of game that we're going to see from our town this, um, tomorrow. Or so we've got Lessie, you... Lessie up top. I'm going to go for Lucas on the left and Beth Mead on the right. Who Take away my daydreaming. Who do you think is going to be either side of Lessie? Because I know it's not going to happen, but I can dream, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you, what we hope is that I think we're in the same boat. Give Caitlin time on the bench and let Chloe run on that left-hand side. Um, the only problem with that is then who goes on the right if Beth is to come off, and that's a bit of a difficult one. I, if I'm honest, I'm expecting Beth to play for 90 minutes. So uh, I would I would actually put Caitlin. I'd say I'd have Caitlin. Caitlin off the be- off on from the bench, and then Chloe swaps over to the right. Go from there. But I think what's going to happen is that Caitlin's going to start. You're going to have the Stefan Caitlin left for the little first 60, 70 minutes. If Beth then goes off, might Chloe comes on, and we go like that. But. It'll be nice to see Chloe start a game again. I actually, I think it's been so long since she's had a WSL start as well. So it'll be good to see her. Definitely. I think our number 10 role, we've uh, 100% already agreed, Vivian Miedemar, it has to be done. Um, we need someone who's got the talent as well as the humbleness to keep Katie Zellum quiet and busy um, so that Lesia Rusa could... Rusa? Russo <laughs> can actually do what she needs to do and get in the net. Who are we going for the midfield to? It's got to be Vic and Leah, isn't it? Leah Volti, that is. Not Vivian Leah. <laughs> It'll be, that. that is, we know Leah's going to be definitely involved in that midfield. And I would actually be questioning whether or not Kim... Is able to do a hundred hundred minutes, the full ninety or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I maybe might see the uh, Kim start for this one, see how she does, and then maybe not come up. Maybe she comes up in the sixtieth minute, or uh, I know it sounds a bit weird, but might do what Leah did at half time and only play until half time because she don't want to risk it. Um, although. It did unseat us a little bit, but I'm just, I, I think in the midfield, we've got Vic. I think we've got a lot more faith in the fact in that midfield because that midfield had had to change a lot for that because Leah got injured, Kim got injured, Viv got injured. <laughs> but uh, oddly enough, no one's I don't know why Frida. I'm smiling about that. I shouldn't be. Oh my god! But it's it's kind of funny now we look back. But at the time, I'll be honest with you, I was pulling my hair out. Yeah, it, it was very much like <laughs> that's why we I've got were... big brown patches in the center <laughs> of my head. <laughs> it was very much like we we don't know what to do here. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was almost like it was the same three always. So you had a Freya, you have Leah when she wasn't injured, and you'd have Frida playing as the tent, and then you'd have as the academy players on the bench, which mm-hmm. not great, but. At least when there's an injury crisis, at least you can trust your academy players, some of the academy players to be, look, this is what you can sit and watch. But there's an opportunity here to get on the pitch, as Leah's seen, as Freya Godfrey has seen. She came on last season against Brighton. So there's opportunities there for some of these players to, again, 
sorry, what they're worth when you do have an injury crisis, but you don't want to have to go through what we have. We can laugh about it. Because now, we've gone, but it was yeah, funny now, at the time. Yeah, no, it was the most stressful thing. Um, I think that was more stressful than any uh, watching that, those games. With you, when Arsenal men were bad, I still wouldn't leave. Even when we've been tanked 8-2 away from home, wouldn't leave the ground. But that game against Villa was worse because we were at home. I knew how bad everything was and I just wanted my team back in one piece. So I think we crawled across that line in the last season. But this season, do I think we're going to win the league? No. Conti Cup? Possible. We are defending champions. But let's see if we get past Villa first, shall we? I think with the midfield two for me, I'd start Leah Volti and Kim Little. And then I'd swap them both out for Kyra and Vic. Victoria Pelova has been absolutely sensational. Would you would you swap swap both of them out or just bring in Vic and leave Kyra on the bench again? I think mistakes have been learned. Like you can't bring Kyra Cooney Cross on with like ten minutes ago. You need to bring her on with at least twenty minutes and give her that extra boost. It's it's not fair fair to really get that fair assessment. When that Liverpool game when she was playing, she barely touched the ball. Not really fair on fair to see what she's like. Um I do feel like she had more of the ball against the London City Lionesses when she did come on um, for Kimi. Yeah, this has been one of my issues. I I don't say I don't like a player. There's only if there's something that I haven't, there's potential there, and it's definitely, but I need to see it more in person. It's like when, when I was watching them before even going to games during lockdown, I didn't know. How, how I was going to view Kim Little. And then as soon as I saw Kim Little play, it was like, wow, this player is exceptional. And it, I think that's the way it is with Kyra Cooney Cross. You don't really appreciate her unless you've seen her properly and not for like 10, 15 minutes, because that's a bit unfair. Yeah. You need uh, some proper minutes. You need, you need to keep seeing her play because, to get that appreciation yeah. for her. I think had I been to, had, had the Leicester game been at a decent time and not at silly o'clock in the afternoon uh, yeah that would have been the best opportunity because you would have been like what wow okay there's the player there in that, that first 45 yeah. minutes oh not great but the next yeah. next 45 minutes I think, wow i think my appreciation for her has come from what not missing a single minute of any australia game um because i it's, it's, it's the magic of the world cup you get to look up new players and again my world cup wish she's here I'm over the moon. So, and it's just every time she does get those minutes, you can just you just appreciate her set. I think the game where I really, really appreciated her was against Tottenham, the Conti Cup, the one that we drew. Um, just the way that she was just running that midfield, Tottenham giving her so much space to do what she wanted, and her pinpoint passing, the crosses, everything was just. It's the Kimmy little little appreciation when you're watching a player live that is the closest i can actually describe it um but yeah if you are at the game um over the weekend just to play a little bit of devil appreciate kim and kyra if they do play <laughs> because just there's no devils. other players like them advocate though was kyra playing in your opinion was kyra playing better because 
Katrine wasn't up to her usual standards in that game, or was it the fact that Tottenham didn't know what to do? No, Tottenham didn't know what to deal with her, how to deal with her, and that was the wild, the wild card for me. Mm. Um, because like it's, it was one of her first starts, it's exciting. I'm bouncing off the rules, <laughs> um, because I know I know what's coming. I just feel like Tottenham didn't know what how to deal with her, mm. and the following Saturday she didn't have any enough minutes again to settle in and actually have a crack. Well, she had I think she had one decent shot that went a li- either over or wide during the second game of the WSL against Tottenham where we lost 1-0 but it's I just feel like she really needs more minutes as it much might, as I love Vic I love Kim I love Leah I want more Kyra it might be a mix. case of that you might have to wait until start of the next season to actually finally appreciate her and yeah to be honest I'm happy to wait and get though get wait to see that she's going to have that potential because at the moment because of injury problems and things like that she's not needed as much compared to maybe what we would have probably needed if she had to come last season she would have probably got those minutes and she would have been we would probably be seeing uh more integrated into into the scene this season but sometimes it happens i mean uh look at laura and I, actually you know what i'd probably argue steena as well steena's probably more lethal now than she was when she's joined us and she was absolutely her confidence is just soaring it's getting just it's just a completely different height it's a bit like when she scored was it a brace or a hat trick the other day yeah yeah she's kind of just her head's dropped a little bit because she's not finding the net she didn't find it at liverpool which was really annoying but she was so close so close exactly but her head's not dropping like the click of your fingers anymore, and this isn't like last season with like exactly. the uh, the run where she was like she couldn't score for anything. Yeah, and you go back to last season against West Ham, she couldn't score, and that was down to Mackenzie Arnold somehow managing to pull uh, the wall up yeah. under everyone There's, and being like, ha ha. Mackenzie Arnold run. always turns up against the Arsenal, even if she's erect of a muscle in her arm, she turns up. Um, well, she did do it about five weeks before we, we played them. But... Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise that she was starting there. We, yeah. West Ham didn't have any information about it. I had to go through their website to find they anything. Were, Nothing. They were very, very tight-lipped about that. But I think, it's, again, it's a bit of a guarantee when Sam Kerr's fully fit, you know she's going to start against us. That is a guarantee. Mm-hmm. But hope, hopefully her recovery is going very well at this point. Um, pack line. No, Emily Fox. She's gone off to US camp um, for the Gold Cup. Katie McKay back at right back. It looks like it. And Mm -hmm. the frustrating thing is the fact that the US have done that to prepare for something that they are more likely to win. Uh, With the way it's going with, I'm not trying to dig national teams or anything like that but with how the funding have been has been recently been with Canada there's basically barely anything they've been talking about bankruptcy and things like that I believe we covered this on the fallout Uh, this was just before the World Cup so let people know that there are issues besides the World Cup going on and some of the things that have happened since then so if you do have a chance might maybe look back on that but it's just one of those things where you look at and go, you don't do you need that extra time to prep? Because I'm pretty sure you already know you're 25. 
I know you've got Emma Hayes coming in the summer, but I don't think you're you're going to be. Um, excuse me, you're not going to be like the worst. Team to, you're not going to know. When you look across them teams, they've got the best depth at the minute. Although mm. it's an Asian squad, they've got the best depth. So I think I do feel like we could have kept hold of Emily Fox for another game, especially this game, for obvious reasons. Yeah. As much I, as I don't, I can. I know Katie McCabe can do her job, and she'll be great where wherever she plays. I'm loving Emily Fox there as a first choice. And it does look when you do think. You don't actually think about it first, but I, I remember um, one of the fans who was sitting next to you for the Everton game, she pointed out how quick Emily was. And I th- that dynamic with Beth actually has happened so quickly and it's ve- very quickly coming together and it's great to see. Oh, absolutely. But I think that's what Beth was missing on the right. Uh, do you know what? It's been so long since I've seen Laura Winvoid to yeah. play. I can't remember if she's got that level of speed. It's really bad. And I know she she obviously done her ACL at the Emirates as well. Hopefully there's no more tomorrow. I'm touching wood right now. Um, <laughs> I am as well. I just can't remember how fast Laura Winvoid is. I know her defensive skills, but does she have that pace that clicks in with Beth Mead like Emily Fox does I I think she did it's just I think Laura might take a little bit of while to get back up there she's doing little bits of training at the moment but uh, it'll be great to when she gets back on that pitch whether it's going to be against uh, I hardly doubt it's going to be the North London derby which is in a couple of weeks time but there's an opportunity for her to play against Leicester at the Emirates, and that would be huge. That'd be a huge moment. That would be you, a massive return. Back if to you think about all that now, that would mean that all of our you'd expect Leah Williamson to be playing tomorrow. So that would mean that within last season, all of our players with an ACL that was out, bar Taylor Goldie, have all come back to play um at the Emirates mm-hmm. in one of the first couple of games which is great to see and I, I, as in some ways they're going to appreciate it even more because of where it happened obviously by, by Leah Leah will, will go to Lee Sports Village next season um unless some miracle happens where United keep on losing and get relegated <laughs> and but um yeah they're, they're very much impossible at the moment I can wish but, yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm dreaming that United get a de- points deduction and all sorts at the moment. Oh, news has just come on for Ashley Lawrence and Emma Hayes is sending notes out onto the field. <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen it pop up and I thought it's not normally like Emma Hayes. Um, yeah, no. So we're all pretty confident Kate McCabe's going to start on the right back. Yeah. Um, would you pro- would you try putting Amanda out on the right back? That is a possibility. Because we haven't seen Amanda in a little while. Obviously, Leah's back now, so she's definitely down in the pecking order, unfortunately, for me. Per, well, my point of view, anyway. Mm. Could we see her out on the right for a bit of a switch up and bring on Katie to terrorise later on? I, I think this is something that Jonas has pointed out in the past, is that if you don't have Katie in team, 
you don't have that I don't angry, that angry human feist, feistiness that aggressive sort of character and yeah. I, I, other times I've called her a chaos a, a chaotically good player and that's She's what she, she 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 does bring the chaos for me yeah. I'll be honest with you the fact that she was argy bargy and with Lauren Hemp yeah on um on the FA Cup last week it's, it's just things like that where you think you, yeah you kind of need to do that a little bit more because players just either they stand there like say what the hell are you doing or they'll do it back and sooner or later yeah. it's but you occasionally get a player that will just go shrink that will shrink to it they won't rise yeah. to it yeah. i mean lauren hemp just stands the ground she don't care just like katie yeah. don't um, it was quite at funny the same though, time they were they were really joking about it backwards and forwards something from the yeah camera. no definitely it's 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 the heat of the moment you're playing for your team all your friendships are set aside we all know Lauren Hemp and Beth Mead are very good friends. Well, they're all majority of them are all really good friends. Yeah, I can't. There's only maybe three people that dislike each other at this point. Um, as Arsenal fans, we all know who that is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Okay, so Amanda, maybe, maybe not starting then. It's going to be your centre back pairing. I think we'll start with, with Leah and Lotta, but we've seen that that partnership hasn't been going for a while, so that's a bit of mm-hmm. a problem. If you play Amanda and Leah, again, it's an untested partnership. Yeah. So it's, it's a, not the game to really test that, I'm yeah, going to be no, honest with you. There's no. too much on the line for this for me. And if it was, say, say Everton, and this is nothing against Everton, mm-hmm. because Everton do have some good attackers, uh, uh, but... They're, they're the same attackers that they've had in the past, bar Piemonte. Uh, uh, so you can play players that you don't know against some players or players that played their last season. Lotta can be like, right, this is what she does. Or Leah can go, right, this is what she does. Um, whereas if it was against uh, Mallard and uh, Paris and if Garcia plays as well up top, top whoever's playing up top uh for united it's it's they're going to cause chaos yeah we're going to need happens. someone for me personally is to secure jc jc i think yes. I pronounced her name's right and she's she after that away game she irritates me i appreciate the player but she irritates me in a man united shirt so i think mm. she's going to be one of our big concerns so is mallard and yeah, for me, it's about keeping a clean sheet tomorrow. Um, and I think Leah and Lotta will be the pair to start, and then someone is gonna have to come in for Leah because she's not gonna be able to. I don't think she's ready for 90 minutes personally, but who that is is more than likely to be Amanda for me. Yeah, I, I think. It's nice to see Amanda on the bench because she can then got the option of she can come on either as as the centre centre back or she can come on as the right back. So there's options there. Uh, I think what will happen in goal will also be an interesting one uh, because of I'm how assuming things... that we're going for Steph Catley on the left. Then in that case, <laughs> was it was it ready for that? We had a back three. I'm assuming that it's definitely Steph Catley on the left. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, it's always going to be Steph, saying. isn't it? There isn't yeah. really anyone that's challenging her apart from Katie. If Katie's playing right back, 
Steph's yeah. playing left back. So yeah. maybe that's something that we might look at next season is trying to find a left back. Yeah. Um not not to like a bit similar to Laura and and uh, Emily next se- next yeah. season. They'll both be competitive. Be want, yeah. We yeah. don't want to see Steph Catley injury and then all of a sudden there's because you've got emily fox off at i'm touching wood again um <laughs> by the way people we don't want to see katie mckay because emily fox is over in the u.s in the gold cup so she's playing we've got no one at right back at back so that means amanda might have to play right back because katie's playing left back and it, it just don't want to see things like that and if, again it goes to small it's, it's small things at the moment but it's things that you don't want to see happen it's just the worst things that could happen right now is we lose more players before they come back. I'm still touching wood, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, you're touching wood and cough. That's just missed again. It was a nice oh, that shot. Yeah, that's what I was just watching, and I thought that was in, which was really annoying until the angle of the camera changed. <laughs> Chelsea seemed to have woken up. <laughs> it's taken them a while. <laughs> right, goalkeepers union, who's in goal? <laughs> um. I'll say I've, I, every time I get this wrong, I, I'm thinking that it's going to be Sabrina and it would be a great redemption art for her to go over, well, go come to the, well, be at the Emirates, get a clean sheet and be able to be the hero, um, whether it's a last minute ditch uh, where she had a save or it's one of those ones where she's just had a phenomenal game. There have been games this season where she's been a bit shaky. Um, arguably, I think her best game that I've seen her at and is the game against Southampton in the um, Conti Cup. Uh, and OK, they did score a great goal. And there's nothing about that that they, she can really do there. It's just one of those things. But I think... If something that could boost a confidence, especially going into the Gold Cup and hopefully carrying on those performances, there's still no guarantees that she's going to be starting. But if she does, it's something that builds her up and she's like, right, OK, I know I've got this now and I can focus and hopefully bring that form back, form into a tournament. If Canada go far, she's got little, she got even more confidence and I th- I think you can see it. I see it with the men's side a little bit when some of the guys that t- turn uh, back up for the clubs with uh, the, how the African Cup of Nations or the Asian Cup has gone for some of them. They've just, a lot of them have come back t- to basically similar celebrations when the women won the Euros and the Brazilian Rafaeli uh, won the final Isma as well. So something like that. No, 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 Yep, so that wraps up the pod- podcast for tonight. Um, Matt, thank you for joining me as always. And Matt, Adam, wherever you are, we'll see you next week, sir. Um, Matt, where can everybody find you on social you can, media? You can find me on 
VAW Pod, or you can also find me on at MattLR28. God, my words are getting mixed up now. Uh, at MattLR28 on Twitter. Not going to use that stupid letter because it just doesn't exist. It's a, it's Twitter. That's what the website says it is. <laughs> yep, it's it's called a silly letter, but it's domain is Twitter. You can find me at Lottie underscore AWSC. Um, if I'm not a game, I'm always tweeting about a game. I've always got a few Arsenal songs going on around my head. Um, but yeah, if you want to come and see my madness, absolutely go for it. Um, we will be back on Tuesday. Adam is back. And I've been, I'm not too sure who's in the hosting seat, but can't wait to see you all then. For now, enjoy, enjoy the game. Enjoy your weekends. Come on, you gunners. Mm-hmm.